again, too, just in those, even those simple little areas like that, you can see the benefits. And the CBDAs work with the COX-2 inhibitors, also showing the ability to stop cancer, especially breast cancer, from metastasizing or spreading throughout the body. So again, too, you start getting a sense of the range of CBDA. It literally goes to every cell and receptor in the body. And as you can imagine, that's a much more powerful effect than if it's just going to the subset of receptors in the endocannabinoid system. Welcome to the Miracle Plant Podcast, the show that inspires, promotes, and gives you a daily dose of inspiration from the people who have used cannabis to change their lives in extraordinary ways. Here's your host, Justin Benton. Welcome to the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant, this misunderstood plant with so many names, and how it's changed people's lives in extraordinary ways. Today, we have another comeback guest. It's my mom, Janet Benton Gaylord, who helped foster the whole journey with our son, Shay, to, to make sure that we could get his the brain uh, fog cleared and lifted uh, from that severe diagnosis that he had. Today, we really wanted to focus on CBDA, and there's starting to be a bit of a revolution, a bit of a movement that's going on with CBDA these days because people are starting to try the plant in the raw form, just like juicing celery or oranges. And we've just seen an incredible story, obviously, with my son and her grandson, and we've just uh, paid it forward with this incredible platform that we've been given. And I wanted to bring her on today because there's so many questions about CBD in general. But specifically, what is CBDA? What is it different? What does it mean? All of those types of things. So we can really just explain to the audience, to you, to make sure that you understand what is CBDA and how does it work? Janet, welcome to the Miracle Plant Podcast. Welcome back to the Miracle Plant Podcast. Uh, I'm doing great and I'm so excited to be here. In our retail outlets, we constantly get asked questions, and what is CBDA and why should I take it is a real common question. And CBDA stands for a very long word, adolic acid, and it's the natural form the plant actually makes. And so if you would pick a fresh leaf, as Justin mentioned, and put it in your juice, you're going to be getting the CBDA naturally. And so in America, we tend to process things a lot, and so people heat or decarboxylate, they call it, take away some of the properties of the CBDA when they do heat it. And when you lose some of those properties, you simply are not going to get the best results with your CBD experience. And just a side note, sadly, that makes a lot of people try a heated CBD or an isolate, which is even heated and even more refined. And they say, oh, it doesn't work for me. And we always feel very badly about that because if you actually do use the raw whole plant CBDA, The research and our experience every day shows that it actually is going to work much better for you. So again, too, the CBDA is found in the plant, and the way you maintain it to make it into a product is just do not heat it. We tend to use a temperature of 105 degrees Fahrenheit and keep the heating below that, just to be on the safe side to do that. And then historically, there's a whole history of cannabis use. And in the beginning, people thought what helped with medical marijuana was THC. And then the research changed about 20 or 25 years ago to focusing on the CBD or the heated version. And only in the last few years have we actually seen the focus switch to the CBDA. I know as a company, uh, we had come up with our original products to help my grandson as a CBDA product because we are holistic 
And so kind of the natural food movements or holistic people believe uh, that one, you keep the plant raw, two, you keep the whole plant when you're using it. And then we recommend organic so you're not getting different Roundup and different pesticides and things in the food you're eating. And so we came up with a product which naturally then ended up high in CBDA because it wasn't heated. And we truly believe, and the research backs us up now, that it was the raw whole plant CBDA that made the difference and the dramatic improvements in my grandson's life from his first diagnosis to now being in regular school the last three years. Another very fascinating part of our CBDA journey was in 2019, we went to CanMed or a medical cannabis conference, and we got to hear what we, who we call the godfather of CBD, Dr. Raphael Mishulam from Israel. And he first identified CBDA in 1965. And for the longest time, people thought it was inactive, that you would get no benefit unless you heated it, based, basically in the THC model, where the THC is heated to make it, THCA is heated to make it psychoactive when it turns into THC. So it's only been much more recently that we actually see the CBDA being talked about and discovered. But Dr. Mishulam came to tell us, all of us there, that after his 60 years of research and working with researchers around the world, that he found the CBDA to be the most beneficial and powerful of all the cannabinoids. And to me, that was just this groundbreaking information it also, people kept asking us at the conference because our booth already said CBDA and yay, Dr. Mishulam. And they said, how did we already know that ahead of the research? And again, too, to me, it was the magic of the science meeting the holistic approach to health. And so that's why we'd already uh, arrived at that conclusion to keep it raw. Plus, we'd seen the benefits, extraordinary benefits. As a psychologist who's worked with autism and other de developmental disabilities for many decades, I have never seen the results that we got. And again, too, we bring it back to the CBDA. What does it mean when you have CBDA and medical marijuana? So in medical marijuana, usually to take it for one thing, you heat it by smoking it or putting it in gummies or cooking it in your brownies or whatever. And so therefore you would not have the CBDA because you have heated it now. And so the CBD would have switched and become C CBDA has now become CBD. So literally those two things don't go together. And so you can have this raw CBDA from the hemp plant, because that's what's totally legal right now everywhere. And then you can separately buy medical marijuana at a dispensary, but uh, those two of them don't go together. Again, the, so medical marijuana, the marijuana term itself was created to scare people and the whole movie Reefer Madness. And it was a movement to make cannabis illegal. And so they stole the name marijuana from Mexico and they actually spelled, misspelled it in the law with an H, so marijuana. And uh, it was a complete smear campaign of you know, the industrialists in the oil uh, in the gas field who were able to make paints and plastics from petroleum didn't want to compete with this sustainable hemp plant that you could grow three or four times a year and would replace cotton and trees and all of these kinds of things. So they made the movement. The Hearsts and the DuPonts were behind it. And so they won. They got their way in 1937, passing the Marijuana Tax Act, which made marijuana and hemp illegal in our country. But fortunately, back in 1996 with Jack Herrera and the Emperor Wears No Clothes and his movement, they were able to pass what's called the medical marijuana in 1996 out here in California, which started allowing us to grow caretakers and people for cancer and things that were serious. And so that was the beginning. And then now here we are 
with the MORE Act and things that are out there right now, there's a possibility that we could have decriminalization and some form of legalization and at least descheduling by the end of the year is what I'm hearing. It's quite uh, impre- impressive. So many people around the country, it's around 67% believe that medical marijuana should be legal. We're definitely on its way. But again, there's only one part of the plant that will get you high and that's the THC. So if you're looking to get, we always say, look, if you're looking to get high, heat it. If you're looking to get healthy, eat it. If you were to eat raw medical marijuana, if you were to juice it or eat it the way we prepare our products, you wouldn't get high. You'd get healthy. But once you put the fire to it and what's called decarboxylization, you convert THCA into THC Delta 9. So hope that uh, makes it straightforward for you. CBDA, that's the raw version of CBD. That's what we use here on all of our products that we make them out of. So hopefully that answered it for you as well. I know there's a lot of confusion That's why we just keep talking about it because there are people so confused. But to get back to the CBDA topic, I know you've got a lot more to weigh in on that. Yes, there's constant controversy. And there's a large group of people, too, who spent their lives trying to get marijuana legalized. And sometimes they haven't studied the hemp or the CBDA and those things as much. So, again, too, just the CBDA, besides the amazing results we saw with my grandson, there was also a case in Peru where a doctor was using CBDA. He actually didn't realize he was. And but it was a, a woman, a young girl with seizures up over 10 a day. And with use of the CBDA, she dropped down to 10 in a year. And also removed artistic-like symptoms, had better cognition, and got rid of her anxiety. And so then they sent the product in to be analyzed. They realized it was the CBDA. So again, too, the research has been popping up around the world, actually, on this. And if you check out current research, you'll see more and more research being done on the CBDA. So the story is just beginning, really, in terms of the benefits of this form of the cannabinoid. Some of those benefits to start out with is that for especially for children or people that do not wish to get high, uh, the CBDA from the hemp plant that we use is not intoxicating. And again, too, if it's not heated, even any THCA in there would remain non-intoxicating to stay at that A or acidic level. And then when you work with the CBDA as a cannabinoid, it's easier for the body to use. So it's more what we call bioavailable. So you can take less of it and get much stronger effects. And there's also a wider range of doses available. As you would guess, if you're taking a doses of THC product, including the medical marijuana, there's a point at which there is too much TC effect in your brain and that people become uncomfortable and people in studies have quit the studies because of that. So since CBDA does not produce that effect, you can get a much higher dose without any of the, those types of side effects. And then another thing, and it's always hard to decide in these type of talks how deep to go into the weeds, as Justin calls it. But basically, the hemp plant and the marijuana plants are the only plants that our bodies have receptors just for that. And that's called the endocannabinoid receptors, which our bodies means our bodies made the cannabinoids. And so, again, too, the, the effects of hemp and marijuana in general are much stronger and more unique because of those receptors. And so CBD and THC go to the endocannabinoid receptors. And then the CBDA is more intelligent and subtle in its effects. It interacts with those receptors, but actually goes beyond the endocannabinoid system of, re- of receptors. And it acts with other receptors. 
One of the most famous is our serotonin levels. And you've probably seen commercials for things talking about serotonin. But it's one of the receptors that helps balance emotions and feelings and mood. And so we often hear it discussed in terms of like anxiety. So it's a very useful thing. And the CBDA works very directly with the serotonin levels to balance those and make those available. Another very important receptor that, are, that we're finding that CBDA works with that the CBD and THC don't are called our COX-1 and 2 uh, receptors. And the COX-1 receptor we become familiar with if you've taken pain medication like aspirins or the NSAIDs, they call them. The COX-1 receptor controls our stomach and our intestines. And then the COX-2 receptors is about inflammation. It will create inflammation, so you want to downregulate that for less inflammation. But all the aspirins and medications that we take for pain, they block both receptors, one and two, which is why if you've ever taken long-term use of any of those, you get stomach issues and you can get very severe gastrointestinal or stomach and intestinal issues from that. And then the CBDA is more subtle. And so it just stops the inflammation point, the COX-2 inhibitor. And so you get pain relief and inflammation relief without the side effects of the stomach. And which is huge because I'm sure aspirin those NSAIDs are some of the most often prescribed medications that we work with. So again, too, just in those, even those simple little areas like that, you can see the benefits. And the CBDAs work with the COX-2 inhibitors, also showing the ability to stop cancer, especially a breast cancer, from metastasizing or spreading throughout the body. So again, too, you start getting a sense of the range of CBDA. It literally goes to every cell and receptor in the body. And as you can imagine, that's a much more powerful effect than if it's just going to the subset of receptors in the endocannabinoid system. People always want to know, how does this work? And a common question when people come into our retail location is, I have this, I have sciatica, how will CBD work for me? Or I have a headache, how will it work for me? And so I always go back to the basic properties of the CBDA, and then you can see and very clearly then how it applies to each particular issue that we see that people have problems or want a solution for. The number one and a very unique property of CBDA um, is called homeostasis or balance. And it is a very subtle balance that it balances every part of our body. It balances our immune system. It balances our endocrine system, which is what determines oxidants from antioxidants, which is another property we'll get into in a little bit. And But the homeostasis not only balances our serotonin levels for mood, our immune system, our regulation of our stomach, it also balances the whole body as a whole. So it literally is constantly balancing every part of our body and then the whole body. And so that's a very unique property that I've not come across in any other plant in my many years of study. And then a second and very vital important benefit or property of CBDA is anti-inflammatory. And we all talk about inflammation. We can see it locally sometimes if your hand is red and swollen or hot or whatever, it's inflamed. But it actually is much more harmful throughout our whole system. And inflammation is the main cause of an autoimmune disorders that we all are reading more and more about, where our body's immune system actually attacks itself instead of an outside invader. And so the anti-inflammatory properties of the CBDA is very important in stopping the inflammation uh, for those types of issues. But the main reason we work with inflammation is for pain. And so inflammation becomes 
a very negative thing when it's chronic and we don't get rid of it in our bodies. So again, to the property of CBDA, being able to reduce uh, inflammation and pain and autoimmune type disorders is another huge benefit that we see. So CBD is just one part of the plant. It's the part we're discussing right now that the raw CBDA, when you don't heat it, it stays raw CBDA, just like the way the plant made it because nature knows best. Has uh, It not, not only interacts with the endocannabinoid system, Dr. Raphael Mishulam showed that it reacts and, and, and interacts with on a cellular level. So whatever those issues are, it actually will help regardless where the pain is or if there's some like skin abrasions or things of that nature. So definitely chronic pain is the number one reason that people have been coming to us for years. So I think you've got some of ours, Ray. If not, we'll get you a sample out there. And there's two reasons why CBD doesn't work. Number one, you didn't get good CBD because not all CBD is created equal, as we can you can obviously tell. And number two is you're not taking enough or you're not taking it consistently enough. We always recommend that people start with, start slow and low, suggested usually a half a dropper under the tongue for five to seven minutes, at least twice a day. If that doesn't do the job, feel free to up the dosage, whatever feels right an experiment and then maybe a whole dropper under the tongue for at least five to seven minutes, three times a day and see how that goes for about a week or so. So I would definitely recommend that for pain. A lot of people have been using uh, whole plant hemp oil, if you will, like our products, because again, it's helping with the the, the homeostasis and the balance and, and whether it's a sugar craving or an alcohol craving or a drug craving, those are all cravings that have been wired into our brain. So if you take something that helps your brain get rewired, and helps our, our bodies find balance when we get those cravings, whatever they are. We've seen a lot of great success with people using our products to, to help them stave off whatever the addiction is. Just a quick comment when you mentioned addiction. It was two years ago in February, we really noticed a huge influx of people coming in when they were cutting back on opioids. And so we had people with real significant pain and real significant addiction to the opioids. Some had been taking them for 20 years from war injuries. And so the CBDA, again, helped with the pain, but it also is research to show that it does help with addiction. And I've seen it work with addiction to the opioids very clearly, and also things like alcohol and even tobacco. And also, there's a few people that have a little bit too much THC, and it's helped with people that are, they consider actually almost addicted to the THC. So again, too, it is the perfect uh, product for you, the CBDA, and the way we make it. And then two, when you do not put any alcohol, some people extract with alcohol or have alcohol-based flavors in their CBDs. And then again, too, uh, many people I work with that have been, had addictions, they do not want any alcohol in anything. So again, too, we have the, the perfect product with the high CBDA that will not have alcohol or other things in it. And now I'll go back to my training on properties of CBDA. And so we talked about the balance and then or homeostasis, and then we talked about the strong anti-inflammatory benefits. And then another benefit that we don't hear as much about, but I am actually studying a lot more, is it's an anti CBDA is an antioxidant. And I always think of the terms like rusting, our bodies are rusting, or actually our cells get damaged or uh, killed or whatever over time as we age or stress is put on our body. And so antioxidants are have become very important, and you see a lot of talk about them in the news with the latest herb or whatever that's supposed to be an antioxidant. And our, so our antioxidants work because our bodies make free radicals, which attack our body, and that's what's causing the problems. And so a lot of people take like vitamin C and vitamin A or different herbs to build up their antioxidants. But I will mention that I just read a recent study of 100,000 people that were given uh, antioxidant supplements, 
And after the end of that study, it did not show any benefits over time. So the benefits from, from antioxidant fruit and vegetables come from eating the fruit and vegetables, or in our case, the CBD has much more concentrated benefits in terms of the antioxidant power. But again, too, trying to buy the latest turmeric or whatever, or taking large amounts of vitamin C or quercetin or those different things. The research is very clear that you cannot just put those into your body and get the same benefits as you would from a plant. And again, because the CBDA in, in the raw extracted hemp plant is very high and it works with our body, our body recognizes it and used it. So the antioxidant prop properties are becoming more and more uh, important to know about. And then my favorite property and the one that we felt was the most beneficial uh, for my grandson and the other people I work with severe conditions, including autism and Parkinson's and seizures and MS, is the neurological properties or neuroregeneration. And so the CBDA in the body can literally help. It can start by repairing nerves that have been damaged, which is very good. It can also protect nerves from further damage and chronic cases like MS. So those are amazing results. But the most powerful one of all to me is the CBDA can help regenerate nerves. And we literally saw that with my grandson. Before we had started the CBDA, when he was first diagnosed, he was nonverbal and IQ too low to measure constantly overstressed and either hiding or just totally unable to pretty much interact with people or just sat looking lost. And so as he started taking the raw CBDA products that we were using with him, we saw literally his brain was regenerating because pretty soon he was talking, he was doing academics. And to me, one of the most powerful things happened though, at one point I was showing him pictures, emotions, and one was a mad face and he's, he goes, map. And here map, his mom said, was a word he used before his sudden regression to mean mad because he couldn't say that. So that made it very clear to me that he, his brain had literally regenerated and he was able to even to access previous memories that he did not have. And that regenerative power, we also see it with help with MS and epilepsy and Alzheimer's. And so that's an amazing property that I personally think there should be billboards all over talking about it because it is so important and it is just not out there yet in the general public that that's possible to regenerate. Obviously, there's so much misinformation. There's so much of a stigma. There's so much confusion about this plant um, that's been uh, helping us as humans for dating back 8,000 years to medical oriental journals. But yeah, we're just happy to continue to talk. We've done the research, as you can tell. We go to all the conferences, whether in person or online. We've met with all of the experts and researchers. We have met a lot more people, which has been great, like Dr. Lakeisha on Clubhouse. And so that's been wonderful as well. But that, that's the power of using social media and social networks for the good. And so just continuing to, to share what we've learned, to collaborate and continue to teach what we've learned through our stories and through all the other stories that we have here uh, on the Miracle Plan as well. And yes, if you want to open up a, a store out there in, in Sioux Falls with that great football team that you have, we certainly are opening up again and starting to open up more independent stores. And even uh, we're putting together a franchise model. So if anyone's out there who's listening, who's interested in opening up a 101 CBD store, we certainly are uh, looking to get back on track with that now that the, the world has started to open back up again. So do you have any more uh, things you wanted to cover with CBDA? Or? Uh, just, so just to summarize everything I'm saying today, and we go back again to Dr. Mishulam who stated that the CBDA is 10 to 100, up to 1,000 times more effective than THC and CBD. Very powerful words. 
And also, again, this is the basic things so of the range of properties it offers, the fact that it can go throughout our whole body and work with multiple receptors, that they're still finding new benefits from it. So we totally believe that it is the future of cannabinoids for the health issues. And we continue to see that every day when people walk into the store. This issue has been resolved and this issue has been resolved. And many people felt they had chronic conditions they could never see any improvement from. So again, too, the CBDA is the more powerful, more effective of the cannabinoids. And at 101 CBD too, we, we preserve that uh, through basic things like not heating over 105 degrees. And we also, as holistic people, keep the whole plant in it. And that's another part of why it's so effective that you keep in the, the terpenes, or I call them the essential oils. You keep in the a range of cannabinoids, the omega-3 fatty acids, three, six, and nine. And so again, too, you have the whole plant, you keep it raw, and then we focus on keeping it organic. And then after we extract the CBDA, then we put it in a cold-pressed organic raw hemp seed oil for that ultimate entourage or effect of everything working together. So that's why I, that combination has been why we have been so successful. And then the CBDA content, we have a high content at that range. And it's interesting I have to do a humble brag that last year we won the award for one of the top 10 hemp companies globally. And again, too, it's not because we're a massive multi-million dollar corporation like Martha Stewart and a lot of people, Kevin Costner are here now with the CBD brand. Um, it's just because we're considered thought leaders for our unique products and the unique success that we've gotten. So that's a very important part of what we're doing. And I think that's a basic summary of all of the benefits of the CBDA. And so as a person and a consumer, you don't have to remember all this or know all this. Just be able to stop in the store and our staff are all well-trained to explain it to you. Thank you. Thanks for coming on and explaining the CBDA. And it's I was on a uh, Holistic Chamber of Commerce show yesterday. And it's exciting to me that there is so many people that are coming into this hemp CBD space and the medical side uh, of cannabis as well. And it's exciting that people are wanting to learn and they, that people are educated. And so it's just, there's a lot of great people. We recently just got back from NOCO and got to hang out with some of the original hempsters and hemp stars. And it was great to see so many of them as well. We've come a long way. We've got a long way to go. There's, you know, obviously still a lot of confusion uh, and a lot of feet dragging from the FDA and other overlords like the DEA who keep trying to put their nose back into this industry, which they have no place for. But it's just really exciting and encouraging that this miracle plan is inspiring so many people to to come to this industry for the right reasons, which is because it helped either themselves or a loved one, and uh, it can help so many more. So we've got a long ways to go. A lot of people thought when the Farm Bill passed in, in 2018 that it was the, the end of the race and you'd cross the finish line when, in fact, it really was just the beginning of the marathon and the journey. There's just so much education that we have to continue to get out there, getting through the hoops and the things where you know, Facebook and other places that don't like uh, to us to give give them money to tell our story. That's why we're doing live podcasts and live streaming and through great coaches like Ken Walls out there in the Grow Live Academy. 
Which brings me to my final point I wanted to bring up is that we do have a BoostHealthWealth.com challenge starting on Monday. So we're going to do a five-day free challenge for people to come in and learn uh, five secrets about boosting your health and boosting your wealth. So for anyone who's interested in learning more about how to do that, just uh, go to www.BoostHealthWealth.com and get signed up and uh, have some cool prizes and some great insights for everybody. So if you're interested, uh, be sure to sign up to BoostHealthWealth.com. And before we wrapped up, we always like to, we really encourage, and it just means the world to us, if you would go as you're listening to this podcast on Apple or Spotify and you would give us a review, take 30 seconds out of your time, out of your day and give us a review because it really helps boost our ratings and it helps our uh, podcast show up when people are looking for healthy, holistic ways and solutions for their health priorities and challenges. So please do that. We have one here today. It's from Nadia 3 Love, episode 11, exclamation point times five, five-star rating. I had been waiting to hear your son's story, exclamation point. Thank you for spreading love and hope. That's what I want for my son and then a whole bunch of hearts. So thank you, Nadia, for that as well. And uh, thank you for joining us here on the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we share these incredible stories, how this miracle plant has changed so many lives. And there's so many more lives to change. So thanks for tuning in this week. And we will see everybody next week on the Miracle Plant Podcast. Have a great week, everybody. Take care. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, I'm Gary, and I invite you to discover the Cannabis Podcast, a bi-weekly podcast focused on a Canadian's cannabis culture. I would be the Canadian, and my cannabis passion and culture has been building for five decades. I share that passion for this wonderful plant in every episode, through conversations with cannabis advocates and enthusiasts, stories about the ever-changing legal environment, and some hands-on testing of product in a segment I call Cultivar Corner. The Cannabis Podcast, a Canadian's cannabis culture, one token at a time.